I'm John DiLibretto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast from PRX. Today in the Echoes Podcast, I've got Russell Walder. You might remember that name from the duo of Ira Stein and Russell Walder. They released albums on the Wyndham Hill and Narada labels in the 1980s and 90s. But his new music is nothing like that. Our CD of the month in November was his recording, Speak to the Storm. It was so compelling. I had to talk to the Yobo player once again because he's making music that is quite a bit darker than he used to. When he says, speak to the storm, he means it. I absolutely believe that the internal conscious state of existence is a storm that never ends, ever. Russell Walder, I'll be talking with him and weathering the storm in the Echoes podcast today. Before we get there, I want to tell you about Echoes Online. That's where you can hear our two-hour Echoes radio programs on demand. And we produce 10 hours a week, so you can dial them up on the free Echoes app or your computer and get them anywhere you can get an internet connection. Enter the bliss of Echoes whenever you want, wherever you are, by subscribing to Echoes Online at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S, dot org, O-R-G. Well, I've checked the forecast, and a storm is coming right now with Russell Walder. If you're old enough, you might remember a lower-key duo on Wyndham Hill Records during its peak years in the 80s and 90s. Pianist Ira Stein and oboist Russell Walder made a couple of albums of melodically charged music. But except for his solo debut recording, Pure Joy, Russell Walder has been making a different kind of music with his albums, Rise, music for a shifting consciousness, and now, Speak to the Storm. Russell Walder is sitting in his studio in Waiheke, New Zealand, where he has lived for over two decades. He is tanned with jet black, short-cut, fashionably coiffed hair, wearing several beaded necklaces. Russell has performed his classical compositions with symphony orchestras and scored several films and TV shows, as well as the video games. But Speak to the Storm, an album 12 years in the making, is different. It's a journey into your inner dialogue. I absolutely believe that the internal conscious state of existence is a storm that never ends, ever. So you only have two choices. You can have a conversation with your own internal storm called, what are you afraid of? What are you denying? What are you not facing? Most people are wired to this statement, I'm a piece of crap. I can't do anything. I don't deserve things. That's the storm. I mean, how many people you meet and they're like, I love myself. I'm comfortable with myself. I forgive myself. You know, a lot of self-love and belief. I mean, people have it, but it's not the majority. It's the extreme minority of people who are just so conscious and unafraid to accept themselves that I'm like, 
that's it. So this album is essentially music for embracing the storm? Absolutely, because making your life work in all its facets is enormous work, and it's a storm. So I'm like, I'm not leaving this life anytime soon or this career. So you might as well just love the pain of it, because if you don't, you are in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Walder seems pretty happy in his embracement of the darkness. In fact, if he'd come up a different way and play guitar or keyboards instead of oboe, he might have been a goth musician. But instead, he played classical music and then teamed up with pianist Ira Stein for releases on Wyndham Hill and Narada Records. But that did not represent his true feelings. To tell you the truth, I didn't know what the hell I was doing in Wyndham Hill. It was just a lucky demo tape became the album. Wyndham Hill was so genre specific that a lot of it was doing music in the genre of that label. Had I done an album like this when Wyndham Hill was starting, like they would never release <laughs> something like that. And the truth is, that is really who I am. I mean, completely. Like, I think I have a very dark character sensibility, you know, films, music, feelings, emotions, clothes, art, everything is like a dark, gritty, more intense thing. Because even the track Trusting the Invisible was like trying to do this intersection of profound grief meets profound hope. My favorite part of a 24-hour cycle, I'm not kidding, is when the sun is going down. To the storm isn't quite as dark as Russell might make it out to be. It's swirling with shifting melodies and powerful rhythms, much of which are drawn from Middle Eastern music. My soul is in the desert, in the Middle East, in the States. I've traveled everywhere in the Southwest, Arizona, Nevada, and Utah. And all those places are really where I am spiritually. So I just hear music exactly that way. It's almost hard for me not to have that kind of, I don't want to say Middle Eastern flavor, because I'm not ever consciously just trying to do a flat five or, you know, like I'm not trying to do it. It's just the harmony of Middle Eastern music always seems more provocative than a lot of Western harmonies, especially for the oboe.
oboe lends itself to the curving arabesque melodies of Middle Eastern music, but there isn't much of Russell's signature instrument on Speak to the Storm. I've done so many albums where it's just oboe, 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 oboe. And I'm like in my film scoring world or in when I'm doing big EDM shows or dance things, I was like, do I want to just do another album where just everything's an oboe solo? So I wanted to reverse myself on that. He certainly did that. He plays Armenian Duduk on some tracks, and on the opening piece, The Time Finds Us has a down-tempo, dream-pop vocal sung by Alina Renee. When I did that track, it was absolutely another instrumental, but it felt incomplete in a way that I couldn't complete it, oboe-wise or all my other stuff. And there was something hooky in that song that no other tune had. And because one of my impulses in life is to reverse myself on everything and change my mind about everything, like it's just built into me, that I was like, what would be the most perfect way to start an album where I've never done a track like that or nobody knows me like this than to put that there right in the beginning? The Time Finds Us doesn't sound like anything else on the album, except it does have a strong groove. Russell goes for an ecstatic dance sound on tracks like Path to Path, which have the feel of the celebration dance scene from The Matrix. I want people to just have like a really intense, physical, sweaty, hands in the dirt. Oh, one thing uh, that popped into my head about your review that was absolutely spot on was your reference to um, the Matrix Zion dance. That wasn't like any kind of an inspiration, but when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah. Because like Don Davis is a absolute genius. And I really relate to like that tribal electro dance meets cinematic. Like he absolutely got it right. And so when you mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right where I am. <laughs>
Russell Walder is in something of a spiritual mode. He not only wrote the lyrics for The Time Finds Us, but penned something of a mantra for Conception, a track featuring Indian vocalist Mita Pandit and New Zealand-based singer Katana. This Indian virtuoso Mita Pandit, who's very well known in the Indian classical world, she's singing her part, I'm forgetting the name, it's a very well-known Sanskrit mantra. And then, um, the singer in my band who we tour with, like for the dance stuff, is a New Zealand singer, Katana. And because a lot of times festivals that we play in are, you know, kind of quote unquote spiritual festivals of some sort, those lyrics, you know, today I live, today I love, today I pray, today I'm present. I mean, in a way, it's like an encapsulation of every conversation I've ever had at a festival or with Katana about, like, you know, what is it that we're trying to achieve? So that song was kind of like a medium kind of an anthem on today and now and presence because that's the conversation we're always having. And, it, and because of Mita's Sanskrit mantra, which is about acknowledging the divine, it just seemed like a beautiful kind of fusing of those two ideas. Russell Walder's music exists in something of a surreal world. Except for the oboe and duduk and singers, most of the music on Speak to the Storm is generated from samples that are manipulated. He treats sound as a disembodied element away from its physical source. A tree branch three octave down is an incredible snare. Or, you know, a bass three octaves up is a violin. So. I'm doing an enormous amount of shifting of the audio and then running it through dozens of filters that destroy the fiber of the audio. Because what I'm trying to get to is it's just a beautiful, pretty sound that just pops up, but it doesn't seem like it's in nature. Like if you hear a bird a mile away and it's chirping, it's kind of magical because of the distance it's traveling. So one of the things I'm trying to do is every sound it's supposed to feel like you're hearing it in a space that's traveling to you and not just some keyboard that's like right in your face. Russell Walder doesn't seem quite happy in this world, which is one of the reasons he's creating music. He wants to be in another place, in a state of consciousness, which is why Speak to the Storm is a bit psychedelic, a meeting of global sounds in an imaginary landscape. Another word you used, which I thought was perfect, I think you said something like you used the word surreal, and I thought like, absolutely, that's it. Because one of my conceptions, and it's a main one, is 
if you were in a different universe that was still had humans in it or something, but it had different laws, I've always wanted to do music in that place more than this place. Pretty glad that Russell Walter is making music in this place for our world. His latest album is Speak to the Storm on Nomad Soul Records. It was Echo's CD of the Month for October. I will have a link to Russell's Speak to the Storm album and a link to my review of that recording, which was an Echoes CD of the Month last year. Both are at echoes.org. And while you're there, check out the Echoes CD of the Month Club and get great albums like this every single month. This month's pick is the Grammy-nominated release Ocean Dreaming Ocean by Chellis, David Darling, and Hans Christian. And in February, it's going to be The Desert Winds of Change by Steve Roach. Go to echoes.org for the Echoes CD of the Month Club. We'll also have a playlist of the music you heard in the feature. That's all at Echoes. E-C-H-O-E-S dot org O-R-G Next week in the Echoes podcast I've got another CD of the month artist from 2023 Kevin Keller who talks about adapting the 11th century chants of Abbas Hildegard von Bingen I'm John DiLiberto This has been the Echoes podcast from PRX See you next week tonight on the radio somewhere in the country or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want <laughs>